Hey, what's going on, everybody? We are back. Off the Top Media is back in full force. We got Jamie, we got Skiles, and we got my man Shadow. And today we're discussing, you know, pretty much the state of WWE. It's kind of like a follow-up video to, you know, what we talked about before. So, how are we doing tonight, guys? I'm good, I'm good. Boys, we're doing good. We're doing good. It's good, it's good. Sorry about the cough. Dying over here, but, you know, I'm here. Right, right, right. I appreciate you being here, though. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so so how, how are we feeling about, I guess, just the state of, uh, you know, WWE and, you know, how we feel about, you know, you know, I guess the direction that they're going right now? You know, it's for me, it's good to know that everything's not entirely um, up to the guy with the pencil stash. So that's a little mm -hmm. bit of a safe spot. Right. Um, you know, there's always, you know, rumor into a no, but at the end, uh, what I've seen from the past few weeks, just besides the first Raw after Mania, it's, it's been a decent show, business as usual, um, pretty good stuff. Right, right, right. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're seeing Triple H guys and, um, stuff like that, and they're getting the time that they were getting before. You're seeing people, but I still think there's a low morale backstage with Vince making even just changes at all. Um, which, if Vince is still even on hand, I don't know how this is happening because of a, a policy they introduced uh, after Vince's release, actually. And it, it just catches me off guard that he's even in, even in the weeds, if you will. So, the only weeds I feel like he's in is some... Never mind, scouts. <laughs> um yeah i don't i'm not too concerned like the rest of you guys are about vince he may be back but he's not you gotta remember he doesn't work for wwe anymore he now works for endeavor so if he does something that they don't like adios and it's in his contract that if he gets caught doing anything else or any other scandals come up they can get rid of them right away. So, Bye. I see that face shadow. I know you don't want to believe it. He only owns eight, that, He only owns eighteen percent now. He's not. He has no. no I've seen the. I've seen the little pie chart, but I'm I'm more concerned about him committing another offense than I am him running the company. Yeah, but he can't. Oh, I'm just saying. I mean, a lot of hush money. He still could privately hush them up. He would. He would truly be done if that would happen, right? Yeah, like they could just fire him because now he's an executive chairman of Endeavor. Yeah, but let me, at this let me point, point he could throw a billion at a bitch, not a million. So listen, listen. Let, let me explain something. There's cancel culture, right? We're we're in it, or we were in it, whatever you want to call it. The only people that survive cancel culture, Eminem and fucking Vince McMahon. Dude, Vince has been surviving fucking cancel culture for 40 plus years now. That's yeah, past. but now it's a big thing. And I'm saying this man single-handedly was told to leave the WWE, disappeared, grew a weird mustache. He looks like the Jewish Walt Disney has gone wild. <laughs> and now he's running or has a percentage of Endeavor. Like, no. how do you let this happen? I don't think he has a percentage of Endeavor. He has 18% of WWE 
sh uh, stock. And that's until they get rid but, of it. And then he's an executive chairman, though, of the, the new company that is from the merger. Right. Right, but he could so, be fired. I mean, he's still there. Yeah, but he could be fired from that position. And he'll still crawl back into the wrestling. I don't get it. I don't. Maybe he'll go sit with Tony Khan and do a bunch of coke. I don't know. It might make his uh, his booking back be good again. Because <laughs> the booking he does is what Horry is sleeping with. Oh, shit, pal. <laughs> What's that stuff, Tony? God. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. That's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think... You know, I honestly think, you know, the Raw after Mania, I think, was solely Vince just kind of going, well, you know, I want to be able to make my presence felt and, and run Raw how I want to run Raw. So that that's what I think. That's what I think. That's why I think Raw after Mania was so bad. It was just Vince wanting to be a control freak, as we all know him to be. Uh, going forward, it, it does worry me a bit still because, you know, he's still making changes. You know, they canceled uh, the King and Queen of the Ring for Saudi, and now it's Clash of Champions. So it, 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 it concerns me because he's making changes that just things that don't need to be changed. So I have a I have a point to make on this. Clash of Champions or whatever the fuck it's being called. Night of Champions. Built from Saudi Arabia, right? Built from Saudi Arabia. Okay. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn won't go. So that means one of two things. Either the titles aren't being defended there. Or they're losing them before that event. Probably. And yeah. here's here's another I, thing. You know, I've heard a lot of stuff on Twitter, especially when the whole thing about the name change happened, and they're like, "Oh, Vince this, Vince that." It's not a damn Vince decision. It's a Saudi decision. It's trying to keep good with the Saudis. It's them and their human rights violations and. Just trying to keep it, you know, status quo when it comes to Saudi Arabia. So nothing to do with Vince. Nothing to do with the old man. It's business as usual. I mean, they could. It's still very well it, could it, deal it, with Vince. It's insane. It feels like a Vince Vince, Vince thing. Because Thanks I for know the raid, Lime. Own... Sorry, Cam. We just got raided by It's King Lime. He just came in here with ten viewers. Got a shout You're out to the man. Right on, right on, bro. But um, no, it, it feels like a Vince decision because that's just how Vince is. Like Vince is just he just he just makes these weird de decisions, these last minute decisions and things like that. Triple H, on the flip side, he likes he likes a little bit of uh, nostalgia, for lack of a better word. But he likes treating stuff that 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 is nostalgic with purpose, like. Vince doesn't really care too much about like the nostalgia stuff and stuff like that, unless it's like Brock or Goldberg or the the money making machines from the past that he likes to bring back. Because it, 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 we we've seen how he treats like you know the some of the past like Attitude Era wrestlers that have come back to the company, whatever. He treats them like crap. He he just he books them, drops them out until their contract is up, he, and then he gets rid of. Them. Triple H doesn't do that, so that's why it feels like a Vince. Oh. Vince Gals, what just happened there? No, I was trying to go do some other stuff, and 
I don't know why it's set up that way. I must have. Dude, dude, Pornhub doesn't need to be right now. Relax. It was not that. I don't <laughs> do that shit on my computer. I don't need viruses on here. <laughs> uh, another reason why I'll bring it to the Vince point is Triple H has said numerous times they're trying to move away from those gimmick pay-per-views. Clash of Champions, Night of Champions, whatever the fuck Champions, Saudi Champs, whatever. It's right. it's a gimmick pay-per-view. Right. Classic pay-per-view. I'm just curious as to see what they're going to do with it. Are all titles going to be defended? Is that something that they've announced I, on it? I doubt it. Are they still I mean, going to do a Sammy King... Not stuff, champs. Are they still doing a King of the Ring tournament? And it's going to end there? They haven't announced anything with that, so we don't know. No, to no be fair, though, my company. That's what Vince says. To be fair, to the point of King and Queen tournament, it was never officially announced by WWE. It was speculation. Right, but to, but to have something change on a dime like that is just really. But it was never. But it was never WWE that said, "Hey, we're doing this." It was all of us that said, "Hey, they're doing this." It was never WWE confirmed. So that's the point there, right? I mean, that's devil's advocate on that. I don't know. It's just it's just weird when they start changing stuff or whatever. I'm actually surprised that they're going to call it Night of Champions, considering what happened that weekend of like one of the biggest ones they had. Which was what? I think the last time they had the Night of Champions there was when no one could make it back. Um, yeah. Wasn't that the same show? No, I'm no, talking about Night of Champions. Night of Champions. They haven't called it that since like 06, 07 for a reason. Oh. Isn't that, uh... Right. Yeah. Yeah. They did Night of Champions. They cha- um, they've played it a few times. Since. I think they've. Cha- I think they called the Class of the Champions. I don't think they've uh, used Night of Champions. That is okay. a very good point, Shadow. Ah, uh, I'm gonna confirm that now. Yeah, look it up. I just I haven't. I don't remember. It's been a while. But either way, I don't like the whole. They're trying to make a Saudi pay per view mean something, and at this point, it's not because they'll be back over there in October. I think the last time right was now. 2004. Or- 2015 was the last one. Just okay, keep fair. calling it Crown Jewel. But here's the thing, too. Maybe Triple H is trying to use up, because they didn't agree to multi-years, they agreed to multi-shows. Mm-hmm. So Triple H could be in the mindset of, fuck, if we get two done a year, that eats up that contract faster, then we can stop. Yeah, I think there was right. a total of ten shows, is what the contract was for. And, I and think we've they've... seen five? Six? I think at least six so far. If not eight. Close. It's got to be close to the end of that. So it's probably getting close to the end, which I know it's a big money income for them, but it might be time to to not go over there twice a year and start expanding elsewhere. I'm actually a little shook that they're even doing the show this soon after the whole rumors went down that Saudi was buying them and the backlash they got. See what I did there, backlash. But uh... see, I think that was just a plant, just to see what the reaction would be. I don't think they were even ever considered to be buying it. 
Doesn't matter now, it's done. Because we all went I nuts mean, when Saudi that happened. <laughs> Saudis have their money in everything anyways, just looking at the history of companies. Yeah. They are, Saudi they have money, part Saudi Disney, money is in part, every company, yeah. everywhere. Part in Disney, right. part Fox, like, it's everywhere. Oh. Everywhere. So, I was wrong. In 2018, WWE agreed to hold an annual event for 10 years, 18 to 27. Oh, so it's 10 so years? So, we still have another four years. Yeah, I just looked it up. So, five years? We have years, another four years left. This one plus four more. So, five Each event... Left. Each event that they hold there, they earn between fifty and fifty-five million per show. Damn. So you have ten, ten shows. So five hundred and fifty. Half a billion dollars. That's. But is that worth your? Is that worth your soul though? I'm just curious That's, though. How does that work you, now you with want, Endeavor? Can Endeavor? Uh, and that deal, if they wanted to, maybe. They I think the deal gets grandfathered in. I mean, Endeavor goes over, over there anyway to do UFC does stuff. Exactly. On. They they did the, the the what not it's not the fight pit. They did Fight Island, over over there uh, around Dubai and everything. Yeah, in Dubai for during the pandemic, so they can still fight. Yeah, which. It was probably the only thing that was live at the time. That was great. I was able to watch it. Yeah, it got me. It got me Vegas into UFC. Was shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, comments said uh, Leah Midwest Leah says mm, Vince needs to be in a padded cell, which was retorted by off padded. the top. Saying, <laughs> which which was retorted from off the top saying a wooden box of six feet under does better. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, scouts. <laughs> That's I mean, it. I, I mean, I, I've said. I don't worse. think six feet deep. I don't think six feet deep does that man justice. We need him to go about a thousand feet deep. <laughs> and just, to sure just to make sure he's not coming back. And I'm sure he's going to be buried face down, ass up, telling the world to kiss his ass. And then we're going to fill no, that thousand. Like foot hole. Then we're going to then we're going to fill that thousand foot hole with as much cement as possible. <laughs> Okay, Paul Bear. He ain't coming back. I ain't dealing with this. No zombie, oh, no. No zombie McMahon's Take coming her. back, bro. Why'd you put me in cement? Take her! No! This is off topic, so, but if Vince Zombie... If Zombie Vince ever came back, just aim for the quads. He'd be done. So, <laughs> my main concern is... That's the family. My main concern is, you know, are we going to start seeing uh, Endeavor looking to cut roster? So are we going to see like some releases here and there? Some people with future endeavors. Gonna... Huh. I think that's what they're going to do with the draft. A lot of people will go wherever between NXT, WWE, or NXT, Raw, SmackDown, and then mm -hmm. you'll see cuts after the draft. Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of the cuts that happen though are going to be more developmental guys. Well, they're already being done on six-month basis. So if they are not improving in those six months, they can just get rid of them. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to start with the higher-ups first, and then they'll work, work, work their way down. 
because that's usually what happens when you merge since there's multiple of the same position they'll work on doing that first and then they'll worry about the wrestlers but speaking of that what's everybody's thoughts on uh, what Drew McIntyre did tonight during Smackdown fucking blacked out his account blacked out his account removed all WWE references everything I think eventually they'll probably agree on something uh, and he'll probably come back heel. But... No, 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 no. Seth did this too between I... heel, between character changes. I was just going to say that this is a Seth move also because he did this as he was going through the whole thing with, um, wasn't that with Bray Wyatt? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that fucking Hell in a Cell match, dude, that was fucking horrendous. We could be getting a new look of uh, Drew. Which one to be opposed to? I mean, I don't like the man. I've made my opinion on him very valid a few times. I mean, I could get less where he goes. I'd like to see him be more vicious, more of that Scottish psychopath. A lot of what you saw kind of when he was away from Dodae, kind of just have that, that flame in him that was he needs a really methodical, vicious guy. More- what more can you really do with Drew? He's done it already. He's gonna kind of just stagnant. Really. He needs to get rid of the sword. He needs to. He needs to get away from that. He needs to be back in the title picture and away from this whole thing with Sheamus. Yeah. They need new challengers for the title, Shadow. They need a new Drew title. Not- they need a new title. Which is it's rumored to be that. coming after the draft. Yes, I was just gonna bring that up. What did you What did you guys think of the? I, I think him being champion in the pandemic really fucked him. Well, yeah, it's Man. not it's not his fault I mean, that it was planned before no. the pandemic, and then the pandemic. It's hit not, <laughs> but it's just it it started a whole domino effect with him. He was having. The, I didn't just don't care never, about Drew at all. Had the pandemic never happened, I think he would have had an incredible run when he was champion. Him and Sheamus but would just play great has matches. Going... Yeah. I think Drew has going for him his broken dreams. Other than that, I don't give a fuck about him. Yeah, they need to bring that back full time. But, um... So I shared, a, I shared a piece of a screenshot I got today via someone else that I speak to on a daily basis. Um... I think I sent it to Cam. I know Cam's seen it because um, he made a comment about it. He said, don't give a fuck about any of it. Uh, <laughs> I said, Jamie, you've seen it. Gals, you've seen it. So the the thing here with that is the draft is supposed to have Roman go to Raw, presented with a new title, get rid of the Universal and Derby. Gone. And they'll present a petty title, or a pity title, excuse me, to SmackDown, which I think Yes, it's good because then you have a new champion. Fine. But it says that here, nobody can beat Roman. Here's a fucking title. Fight. <laughs> I think that's the wrong way to look also at it. Up my ma- <laughs> also, not my next point that if this does happen, Roman's carrying to 40. Just the way it's going to be. And I think that. I, I, think hope, that's, I hope not. I think that's part of the issue is. They don't want someone to pin him with that title reign that he's had going on because it's almost at a thousand days. Right. And if they are doing the draft before 
the thousand day mark. I get the week before backlash. I just don't know how they're going to change the title reign on that. Because right. it won't be the universal it's easy. anymore. They just have All you have to say is a WWE Championship because that's what they keep describing it as anyways. Because the Universal is ranked in with San Martino, Hulk Hogan, on all them. It's the WWE Championship. They're not specifically saying Universal. Yeah, tri Triple, H wants, Merck, wants, Triple H wants to retire the Universal title anyway, so... Yeah, he wants new designs. He wants they, new belt designs. Since they unified them, you technically could carry the lineage over from the WWE title to the Universal title anyways. I mean, that's Same with the way WCW's lineage has moved into WWE and ECW has moved into WWE. Like, it's just a lineage. It's just absorbed. Right. Which, I don't know. I don't... I agree, but I think it's it's dumb because it just says to your roster, "Hey, you can't beat Romans." So here, what's the other way I to think, do it? Well, Strip him of one. Yeah, you know, that's one way to do it, but you're not going to do that because then you make your champion look weak. Well, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't like that idea. I think, I think after a thousand days, it kind of starts, quote unquote, a new era, and then they have the draft, which is like, you know, as as Triple H put it, like. You know, hitting the reset button on the on the you know on the rosters or whatever. So I think for the the best way to do that is you know to pre pre present Roman with an, a a single title that still represents his title reign or whatever, and then give the other brand a brand new title or whatever. I'm not opposed to it. Um, I don't I don't really care. I like the fact that they're moving or or, or talking about moving Roman to Raw just because there's nothing left for him to do on SmackDown. He's pretty much had his reign of dominance or reign of terror or however you want to look at it on SmackDown. So he's ripped through the roster two, three times over, so there's nothing left for him to do. So him going back to Raw, I think, just makes sense. Um, and then them giving them giving SmackDown a, a new title, I think it's just, you know, a refresher. I don't particularly care about the draft, as I told Shadow, just because it's hard for me to really trust anything WWE does or says now, especially with Vince being anywhere near creative so it, it to me it just looks like it's just going to be raw just cleaning out smackdown as they always do with these quote-unquote drafts so they're, they're going to leave they're going to leave smackdown with just literally table scraps to work with us in terms of a roster and I then think, raw no, stacked no. in. i think this is good. No. this one actually will be different just because they are including nxt and everything mm-hmm and I think that's what's going to make the difference because there's already talk of Braun coming up. There's talk of Grayson Waller possibly coming up or Carmelo Hayes coming up. Waller. But in reference to what you were saying about the thousand days, the thousand day mark is Night of Champions. May 27th. That is. No, it's not. That's May 27th. Hmm. United Champions and, is May 27th because Battleground and the AEW pay-per-view are on the 28th, which is the day after. A lot of balls. I, a lot of balls for uh, WB to go up against AEW with NXT. But... Yeah, well, right. I, I remember last week and you had this argument of when the thousand days was, so... 
I just, I, I, my question for Cam would be like, you know, if we're going off of, say, Shadow's logic, uh, if we're stripping the title, doesn't that cut, especially if you're stripping the Universal title off of him? Doesn't that cut that a thousand day mark? Because that's where that's the title he started that said reign with. No, not necessarily. Because he, I mean, he never won. He, I mean, he never not won. He never lost. He's never he's never been pinned for that title. So if they retire that championship, he'll be the only person to be like, yeah, I held this for set amount of days, and I was the last one to hold it. No one ever beat me for it. So, right, right, right. And the title say, reign would go into was, the but, new belt. But, but when say. If I was the intercontinental champion, or say mm. if I was the, the European champion, and I won the intercontinental champion, and then if I the 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 European championship got retired, does my title reign cross over? No. And then also the, the next question would be, if we do that brand split, and then Raw has Roman Reigns with the title and then you have that pity title that you're talking about. Who are you going to have it's not gonna be to represent title. SmackDown? Because you'd still want to continue that so-on-so story with Cody, right, on Raw, or do you bring Cody in on SmackDown to headline that for Fox? Like, what would you do? What would be your decision-making, Cam, um, on, on that? Before Cam goes off on this, because I see I'm thinking... <laughs> It would be a pity title because you're saying to your superstars, you can't beat Roman. So here's a championship. Feel better about yourselves. So yes, it would be a pity title. I don't agree with that. So would, would Roman hold that motherfucker till he retires? Like, how, how does that work? So, okay. with Okay, so, again, with the whole, with him having both those titles, the way I'm looking at it is, like I said, again, it it would not affect his 1,000-day reign because, again, they just retired the championship, and he was never actually beaten for that championship. So with two, with the two belts being both world heavyweight titles, and they, if they just combine, they just, you know, retired the one, they technically would just... And, I, and again, I'm just kind of, like, assuming what they would do. I'm not saying that this actually makes any sense or whatever. You can think however you want to think or whatever, but this is how I'm thinking. So they retire the universal, universal title, but his reign still continues because it's it's basically being merged or absorbed into just one championship without him holding the two lineage. The right. lineage would just so go he, into the new title that Roman gets. Right. So it just continues. Then with him with him introducing this, you know, pity title order for SmackDown, that's a brand new title. There's there has nothing to do with Roman's reign and anything like that. Brand new championship. So how I would do it for the draft. I would just, like I said, they're going to draft Roman. If that is true, they're going to draft Roman to Raw. I would have Cody go to Raw as well and to continue that, um, continue that feud. Now, here's how I would say because I know Shadow had said it earlier about Roman's probably holding that championship until WrestleMania 40. I think that's too long. It's, it's at this point we're dragging it out too much. I think Roman loses the championship to Cody at SummerSlam. That's just me. SummerSlam, I think. That's that's where we see Roman finally um, lose, and the way the way the way they're building up Cody, and a lot of people have said like, because I know a lot of people were upset about you know him losing at Mania, and we, we we you know we went off on that the last time we were all together and talking about this or whatever, you know 
for some people, they're saying, you know, oh, you know, Cody's been buried or Cody looks like a chump now, blah, 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 blah. Well, he kind of does in a way because, you know, his explanation for why he got at- attacked by Brock, that didn't make any sense because he was just like, he, he didn't really give us a, a, a really an explanation as to what happened with Brock Lesnar. So that was kind of confusing. But I've heard some people have some, I heard, heard some people say, they made the argument of they pretty much have strapped a rocket to Cody's back now, even more so because they're giving they're giving him more of a struggle for the chase on the road to, you know, finally beating Roman. Now, right, the, it gives Cody his version of hard times. Hard times. Yep. Right. Now, will the yep. will the struggle make any sense? I don't know. We might hit some potholes on the way to get to Roman. I'm not sure, but that's the way that it's looking like going. Well, so, that, that's what here's I my hear. problem. Here's my problem with what you just said. And it's only one little thing. Why at SummerSlam, when the arena, or not the arena, the event isn't as big of a multitude event as WrestleMania? That, that's you had it there, right? You can't, anything less than WrestleMania of Cody winning, it just looks like, ah, we're just throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks with this crowd. It diminishes the moment. <laughs> And any, but anything less than the than the big four pay per views diminishes it even more. Right. And my friend, um, Arcade Regiment, aka my buddy Phil, mentioned to me. He goes, "If you do it at any other event other than WrestleMania, it looks bad, right?" Because, but my retort to him was, "Okay, fine. What 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 did uh, so far hold ninety or sixty something thousand? Mm-hmm. About eighty each what day." Is, what does Ford hold? Uh, about, I think, 60. Right. You probably fit about 70,000 in there with floor seating, stage development, yeah. depending how you do it. Right. That, to me, is, is significant enough. You're doing it in front of a large enough crowd. And if you don't do it there, you have to do it at Clash. Or not Clash. Uh, TLC. Survivor Series. Survivor Series would be the next. No, next. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank Money would be, bank. Lo- you have would be to London. Do it. Right. Right, the O2 Arena is a huge seating facility. You need to do it at something that has on a big stage. Yeah, are they? Is Money in the Bank? Is that going to be at the O2? Yes. Nice. That's that's a great venue. No, they fucked up by not going to Wembley. That's why AW got the uphold on that one. I think. I don't think WWE wanted to go there. Honestly, maybe not. Well, they're probably thinking, oh, we're going to be able to sell tickets to at least the two. So we're going to have a full crowd. Ford Field for a football game holds approximately 65,000. It can be expended up to 70,000, and it can go up to 80,000 for basketball. Okay. Yeah. So I would say for WWE, it's roughly going to be around 75 would be the number, I would say. And. WWE has sold the most SummerSlam tickets ever for this event already. Right. So it's and about 50-something. If they take a logical approach, like they did at Clash, bare minimum stage, mm. you can get so much more people in there. Absolutely. Right. So, I've never been to Ford Field. 
don't watch Lions football, so I couldn't tell you what it looks like. There's nothing to watch about the Lions. I think uh, sure Nate would disagree Nate, with that. Nate would disagree. Yeah. You know, the only that. good thing it about the Lions be worse. in the past years in were, was, was Matt, Matthew Stafford, and he's not even there anymore, so don't even matter. Could be worse. You could be a Steelers fan. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. You know, but you know what? You know what, though, Cam? At least your fan base isn't as annoying as any of the New York fan bases. That's not oh, true. Boy. Oh, boy. That is absolutely not true. <laughs> I can guarantee you there are more annoying fan bases than the New York fan base. And it's in the other yeah, major Cowboys, city yeah. in, it's in the other Cowboys. major city in Pennsylvania too. Yeah, Cowboys fans. Cowboys and Philly yeah. are the two more annoying <laughs> fan bases than I would say than either mine or Cam's teams. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't matter, go Patriots, baby. We're coming back. That's that. Or Lakers fans. Okay, cheater. <laughs> mm. uh, you you want to call me a cheater? Hold on. What was the final score of last night's uh, hockey game between the Rangers no, and No one's talking about hockey right now. Oh, you want to talk about cheater? No, you no, guys got it. You hold on. You had Toronto rig a goal not to count so you can get the win. So nice try. Nice try. Nice try. PDL, Keep PDL, moving on. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up if you know you're wrong. Move it on. I'm not wrong. Your team's just that shitty. So no. I do the rags. It's called it's called the uh, the replay room is in Toronto, so they wanted to help out their home hometown team. Our team doesn't know what offside is, but take a seat. I'm not talking about the offsides one. Talk about the one with two seconds left to tie the game. Yeah, well, she didn't kick the puck either. Then, huh? We didn't kick the puck. Oh, uh, Sammy, you got to be quiet. I know that New York teams don't suck. Sammy's talking trash in the chat. <laughs> That's just a little preview of uh, hitting the ice without the top coming soon. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're way on topic here. I don't know anything about hockey, so this was this is awesome to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go blue. Let's go. <laughs> it really doesn't matter because neither my team or his team is going to win. So. I, I would love for and one of And mine's not even a playoff contention. <laughs> so, all right. What Back else do we think? Here. What else do we think is going to happen with this draft? Is there anything that you think is going to be like the major surprise of somebody being drafted? No. Um. Uh, damage control will get split up. I think. To all three shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, said NXT, Bailey. I would love for that because then she could go win the title. Bailey do it. NXT? That'd be weird. Go back right, where I started. You don't, do it to you don't want to do it to and you certainly don't want to do it to Dakota. Too, way too soon. Only a year into their main <laughs> roster and send them back down. Yeah, no, that that's a bad idea. Right. So the logical choice is Bailey. Bailey. I mean, I guess so because you could Bailey could go back down there and then she could just easily just reinvent herself again. So she can go back down with the high ass high horse ass gimmick 
I'll beat everybody on the main roster. I'm here to fuck you guys up now. Right. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, where, I wouldn't mind that. Where do we see Eric Young going? Is he even coming he's back? He's been signed with... He's been, I don't know if any of you know. He's yeah, been he's signed with WWE since November been, 1st. He was working with Bray Wyatt doing a lot of his backstage vignette shit. Interesting. He was the Maybe he's not back as a wrestler. Maybe he's he's just, he'll probably be like a producer backstage or whatever. Kind of taking the abyss roll or whatever. In that case, I don't see him he's being not very old. I don't see he's him being not. back on screen. It's what, early 40s? Yeah, late, late 30s. So, Cam. Instead of the draft stuff, I have a question for you because I know you're high on these guys. And I'm not shitting on you because I've actually given them a chance. But with the two guys from Schism requesting their release, how do you feel? And being denied after being confirmed. Like, huh? Well, yeah, that, that confused me because I was watching NXTs and I, and I was for certain that they, you know, had requested the release. Um, I didn't know I didn't know they were denied until you just said that. Um, but it, it, it makes sense now. Um, now, I'll say this: my my opinion on them have changed. I did like Schism until they until NXT just kind of forgot forgot about them, and I think the whole the whole Schism experience is kind of the, the, the whole Schism experiment has kind of just fell flat. Um, so they, they they were great when they when they were actually ha- having them on screen things, but you know it, you know this sometimes I feel like NXT is kind of overcrowded because they they, they try to push so many different groups and so many different tag teams and female wrestlers and singles wrestlers that they just kind of forget about some some people and schism i think was one of those groups they forgot about so right now it's just like their gimmick or whatever they were trying to do with them is just kind of dead now so for me mm-hmm. i really don't even care about schism anymore just as long as they give me joe gacy and maybe ava rain um i'm i'm good with it because they definitely need to push joe gacy more because joe gacy's amazing mm-hmm. so that's joe gacy's the only person i care about now honestly <laughs> So the two Fair. members actually have uh, a tag title yeah. shot this week coming up. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I would, I would absolutely love to see Gacy and Wyndham work together. That'd be interesting. It's like the same yeah. character. I really think they, <laughs> right? But it would work for what Bray does. Yep. I thought he was uh, Husky Harris. When they came up for the costumes, I thought that was Joe Gacy, isn't it? I think he, I think Gacy was the, uh, the the pig character. Yeah, that's Husky. Yeah, Husky, yeah. yeah, and Grayson Waller was well, um, was the, the was the Marcy the buzzer. Grayson Waller. Waller. Yeah. Um, since we're speaking about the state of WWE now. It's no hidden fact, big Bray Wyatt guy. But I can't say that I'm hurt missing him. Like, I don't get it. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I've given up knowing what's going on. It sucks, but at the same time, like, why? Why am I going to care now that he burnt his own momentum at this point? Personally? And it's him this time. Well, I don't know if it okay, was him, so, but I'll let you. I'll so, let you go, Cam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was agreeing. I was kind of agreeing with Scouts. So, 
first of all, I know how big of a Bray Wyatt fan that Shadow is, so he might hate me after I say this. But I, because I, I know I've told Scouts this, I've told probably Nate this as well. But like, I just gave up on the just this just the character or just Bray Wyatt himself. You know, with you mm-hmm. know, he had a massive return, and then you had the whole um, Uncle Howdy thing or whatever. They waited way too long. They should have had a re- they should have had a reveal by now, in, in my opinion. And then you know they had the whole what was it Mountain Dew pitch black uh, match or whatever, which was subpar at best. So they kind of just mm-hmm. they kind of ruined him from the get go. I don't know if it's creative that really never was behind him having you know this um, this much control over the direction of his character. Because I think that's what it is. It's it's him and creative going back and forth on having different ideas of the direction of the character. And I think Bray just really wants to have, even even if it's just 50% of control of where he goes with his character. Um, and right. and they're, they're not willing to give him that. So I've kind of given up on this whole, just, just Bray Wyatt in general, because it's like every time we turn around, it's always some kind of, controversy or, or some issue that he's having um, personally and I and like I said I know that he said in the past like you know technically the Fiend character is dead or whatever but there should have been like some sort of resurrection or a new version of the Fiend or whatever they should have brought back because that would have just made his character blow up even more and it would have kept it, it would have kept it fresh and on top of that they could have used him as kind of like an MJF kind of character where it's like you're, you're not having him wrestle every single every single week or having him on SmackDown every single SmackDown or Raw or whatever because you know right. you don't want to oversaturate his character and water him down and, and you're constantly seeing him so you want to have him sparingly like here and there so right. I don't know it, it's it's a, it's a it's a odd situation personally I feel like he should just get out of wrestling and he should he needs to go into like making like horror movies because the dude's a genius like i've said this before and i don't think he is a wrestler's wrestler for a lack of a better term i honestly think he's an artist he likes creating these dark and mysterious kind of characters and i think that's perfect for like horror movies so i think he would be great either writing horror movies or starring in them or both i think he'd be great for hollywood in my opinion well, 100%, and uh, I don't hate you. I think that take is completely relevant, and I'm going to sh- maybe hate myself for this later, but Bray Wyatt's time, he, like I said, he shot himself in the foot. He can't get out of his own way. Right. He's not like, He's not picking one subject matter and going forward. He's, all right, here's where we're laying down with Uncle Howdy, but I want to go this way to do Bray, and I want to go this way to do Howdy, and I want to go this way to do main roster stuff. He shot himself in the foot. This whole injury, I don't know what it is because it's never been discussed. It's never been confirmed. It's not even... WWE hasn't even made mention of it. They've only taken him off shows. Like, I was supposed to go to a house show that he was supposed to fight LA Knight at. Matt was supposed to go to a house show where he was fighting LA Knight at. Those never happened. Disappointing, sure. I still had a great time. He hasn't been on my TV in almost, what? Since Royal Rumble, basically. Was, and I'm fine with that. I think it was once after Rumble, and then that was it. I'll never give up on Wyndham, Wyndham Rotunda as the man, but I've given up on Bray Wyatt the character. Bingo. Right. And that, that kind of brings me to where I'm at, because I'm a 
huge fan of Wonder Rotan and the man too. Um, but when it comes to WWE and their next moves as business, my suggestion would be hell. You pretty much have a, say a Bray Light character and a Joe Gacy. You have the Dyad. You have Schism, which is a great act. Yeah. Um, Shawn Michaels. He had a, a you know he has a lot of talent there in NXT. You kind of get them lost in the shuffle. Why not reintroduce them? Say you get, you have three hours on Raw that you're doing subpar content with, anyways. Why not have something fresh like that pop up on your show? Even do, if do it's a storyline where do a storyline where Gacy is somehow related to Bray and have him run the new fucking Wyatt family. Some shit, and it doesn't even have to do with Bray, but you could still have kind of the sense of what Bray was doing, you know, like the whole, you know, you have your clique, they're doing shit. They're probably kidnapping people and taking them, you know, some, something. Right. something so, I, so I have, I have the perfect way that you, you have Joe Gacy and Bray sort of, uh, intertwined storylines or whatever. And a perfect way, probably even to bring the rest of schism onto the main roster. So, cause I know how like Joe Gacy's, gimmick started out and he was kind of like this i don't even know what you want to call him he was woke is what it was supposed to be yeah right exactly so you can kind of incorporate that a little bit and have him be kind of like i don't know this dark pastor kind of person and just cut like these in-ring promos and he was he's talking you know biblical or he's he's well, pretty he's much talking... a fucking cult leader but not Bain, in the same talking vein as, tongue, as Wyatt tongue, was doing yeah. it. Right, right, right. Talking, you know, just, you know, being very cryptic about what he's saying and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then after I maybe, like I don't know, after, after after maybe a month of this or whatever, then he reveals, like, he reveals, like, his true intentions. And his true intentions is to, like, resurrect the fiend. I think that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah, but after right. two weeks of it, the people, the, the IWC be like, Why's this guy? Yeah, well, He's taking well, too like, long. I, well, Why hasn't I've said it in the past. nothing popped up on my TV? Listen, <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, they can cry all they want with sucking their coin the long way, right? Well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they, we we really need to stop. <laughs> we really need to stop this bullshit because I spend a lot of time on Twitter these days just looking at stuff. And um, it's kind of tiring to see no DQ, or even Fightful at this point. And yes, I'm going to say JD as well, and others. It's like, yes, they have great takes, but sometimes they're completely outlandish. But they're not completely off base. That's the problem. But the IWC, that's not what I just said, is completely garbage. Yep. We have so many people rambling on. Like... No one knows what they like, want, instance, but they also don't know what they want to say. <laughs> nobody wants to be realistically inclined to make a true take because they're worried about it being diminished or demolished or considered right. a hot take. Like, bro, I don't care. I'm going to say what I say. I just, I just shit on Bray Wyatt, and I'm a, one of his biggest fans. Right. That doesn't mean I've given like that's not mean I've given up on the person. I've just given up on the character. Because you're just, you've gone nowhere. 
you're looking at it from a realistic point of view. And that's how right. we got to be nowadays, especially the way that the whole internet wrestling community has taken over. We got to be the not. I, I hate the word gatekeeper because it's absolutely not what it is. And that's what I hate. But at the sense, we got to be the real ones in the room. We got to be the ones to actually fucking get it. How you doing? That's part of the part of the problem. Also, is that no one really knows what they want. They want this. They want that. No one can make up their mind. Everybody's so indecisive about what they want to see. And everybody wants to complain just to complain instead of enjoying it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that, you know, oh, yeah, I'm glad that Shadow brought up you know, my guy, JD. Um, if you if you guys don't know, I know Scales kind of already knows this and Shadow kind of does already too, but you know, he was he. I know a lot of people. A lot of people don't like JD, but he he was he is literally the sole reason that I even wanted to get in this, into this podcast thing or whatever. So he's pretty much a big inspiration for me. And the reason why is because, um, yeah, I know like he's kind of unorthodox and he may be loud and he may be obnoxious to some people, but for me, it's like I I was inspired by him because. For, for one, a lot of what a lot of what he says and a lot of what he thinks and a lot of his takes is what I've been saying about the product for years. And but, but with him, it's like he what he says is is just real. Like he doesn't really care what you know what it what you know some of these you know people who just whine and complain in the IWC. You know he he hates that. Like because they'll, they'll 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 claim they want one thing just like Scott said, and then when they get that one thing, then they complain about. It complain about it once they get it but it's like that this is, this is exactly what you wanted why are you complaining so it, it was it was just like his last stream that he did because he was talking about um kind of off topic here but uh he was talking about um uh aew uh, fight forever game and the, and the hold up with that or whatever and there was a, a report that said that well you know the game is you know nearing its completion and then of course you have you know the whole uh lawsuit or whatever from gcw or whatever that's you know causing a lot of the hold up but he was kind of coming out the IWC because everybody's like, when's this game coming out? And is it ever coming out? And a lot of people are complaining and stuff like that. And he was just like, just be patient. Like, why do you want a game to come out that's not finished? How many times have you seen games that you that you guys want and then you're, you're exactly. rushing it? 2K20. Exactly. Cyberpunk. And you're, Cyberpunk's a perfect example. And he said that. Cyberpunk's a perfect example. You kept rushing it and rushing it and wanted to come out. And then when you get it, it's not completed. You have all these glitches and bugs and all this stuff like that. So have they even released the game? They were developing that son bitch for about eight years. So there you go about that. The have they even released it again? I don't think they've released it yet. No. So another point to what Cam just said, and I fucking forgot. God damn it! <sighs> I don't remember now. <laughs> Wasn't it the guy from THQ that came out and said, you want me to release the game now when it's not finished? Sure, I'll do it. Right. It's like... Probably. like oh, he... I remember what I was going to say now. To Cam's point, um, we also live in the era of TikTok. And, and it's not a shot at TikTok, the app at all. But what's the average video length? 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. If not 15, 20, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The attention span of this generation's wrestling fans is that long. If you can't captivate an audience within the first 10 seconds of that match, nobody cares. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. This is, I mean, Very all, these, all these things you guys are saying is exactly what he said. We live, we live in the TikTok era. We live in the social media era where people's attention spans are just not like anything Fair. longer than like 30 seconds. They're just like, okay, I'm bored with it. You know, I need something else to, that's going to grab my attention. Or people, people want stuff now versus waiting. And it's the same thing. You can tie this back into wrestling with storylines. They don't want drawn out long, long-term storytelling. They don't. They claim they do. But as old. No, but what, what the issue is, is us older school fans want those storylines. Right. Because they tell, like, look at the Vince McMahon, Steve Austin storyline. That went on for, what, two years? Mm-hmm. Did you ever get bored of it? Because I didn't. No. No. You know, like, this is the problem, is it, you can't make up your mind, so I'll put it this way, you can't have your fucking dessert. And your dinner all at once. Yeah. Stop yeah. being a bitch and just watch the product. Enjoy it for what it is. Yes. Yes. And stop trying to compare the two companies against each other. Each has right. its, each is good. Each has its faults, but they're not going to be the same. You could be a fan of both. It is okay. It is okay to like both shows. You are not and in the minority if their... you like both. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they both have their niche audiences that they both appeal to. And they do a damn good job at it. Trust me. For me to say that <laughs> from two and a half years ago to now, that's a that shows that you can like both products. Right. I started watching AEW in 2019. I ordered all. Pretty sure my headset's dying. One sec. Oppo. <clears throat> I started watching AEW 2019. I watched All In pay per view for the first time. I fell in love with the company because it was something different than WWE. It was always set out to be different than WWE. We have all these IWC fucking spoiled little bitches complaining and whining that, oh, this isn't WWE. Oh, you bought WWE. Yes, I've shit on it a couple times for them bringing in WWE superstars. Fine. But you know what? The best way I thought about it now is everybody's got to eat. So it doesn't matter what company you go to. doesn't matter where you've been. Because by that logic, a lot of superstars in WWE and AEW are coming from New Japan. You don't shit on Or Ring of Honor. Right. You're not shitting on those companies for saying, oh, you're using these guys from here. No, they just gave them a bigger platform. AEW gave them more more space. Now the roster's a little overdone, sure. But at the time, it wasn't. So people need to stop, take their head out of their asses, and look that everybody's got to eat. And stop being, oh, this and that. Like, wrestling is wrestling. Enjoy what you watch. You don't like that be fine. Keep your mouth shut, because don't give a fuck about your opinion. And it's it's a damn good time to be a fan of all wrestling. No. I don't even care if you like my opinion because it's my opinion, and I don't need to need it to matter to anybody but myself. You could technically say right now that wrestling is oversaturated with all the different companies that are out there. It is. It definitely is. Because yeah. you have AEW, WWE, Impact, New Japan, GCW, MLW, NWA, like. And that's just seven of them that I can name off the top of my head. That's not counting all the little indies and all the other major ones that 
travel through all over the different places. But that seven just rolled right out real quick. And uh, Eagle Pass. did I say uh, isn't there an MPW Major Pro Wrestling too? And you have women of women of wrestling. Like there's so many a wrestling. Right. Noah. And, all Japan. Go, go back. Go back twelve years, and all we had was WWE. I mean, yeah, we had TNA, etc. But like, it wasn't. Uh, but now, right. you have these companies yep. that are feeding people. Wrestlers have a, a chance to go and make a name for themselves everywhere. It's not just right. WWE end all be all anymore. Right. WWE is still the mecca. Do not get me wrong. It is still the mecca. But the times are changing slowly. Where it's almost gone back to a territorial style. Right. Mm. Yeah. It hasn't been that way since shit, 85. It's been a long time. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the way the wrestling is going right now. Now, the point of this podcast was the state of WWE, and we completely gave you a whole other tone here at the end, or not the end, but midway through here. But the point is, without these companies, WWE doesn't have superstars. Because these are where these superstars made their names, and WWE only cares about the big names. They're right. not trying to develop anymore. That's been made clear. They're, they're not trying to make developmental well, a thing anymore. Yes nope. and no. They seems to have gone back to it a little bit with NXT. In in the in the post post mania interview, Triple H said they were there at the campus doing trials, which tells me they're not interested in bringing in like semi pro wrestlers. They're interested in bringing them with college athletes again. I don't care for that. It no, only no. worked out what? once. With who? And they tried. Who did he? Who did he even work out with? Because the Kurt one that everyone and Chad Gable. I was gonna say because the other the other one that they thought it was gonna work out with has now gone back to school, and is not even gonna be seen in a WWE ring at all. And Gable. Stevenson. Wait, was that? Was that the uh? Was that the Olympic wrestler guy? Gable Stevenson. Yeah. Gabe, He's going Gableson. back to school again. Yeah. Piece of shit. Um. Anyways. Well, he had, God. I don't know why he threw the piece of shit in there, but he has a heart condition. <laughs> um, so no, so but, you're saying he has no heart to wrestle? What a dick. Uh, no heart. Come on. Um, draft pick raw, by the way. Anyways, Tiffany Stratton, that's that's one. She did, She's doing good work in NXT. She is. Mm. Just hate her character. Great wrestler. Just hate the character. Fair. Gosh, if you're really trying to... Would Braun Breaker really count? Because he's a product of the... of the Performance Center. I mean, Carmelo Hayes um, was, not, was in... was an indie wrestler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Casanova something. And Grayson Waller gonna, as well. I'm going to touch what, what, on what I mean. Until they make a main roster debut and you actually see them pushing, they don't give a shit about developmental. Yeah, it's fair, I guess. <clears throat> because well, look at OBW. If they stay, if if Cena, Batista, Orton, Lesnar stayed in OBW and didn't come up to the main roster and got the pushes they got, nobody would know their names today. True. Could say the same about. Uh... Roman Reigns. But yeah. that's my point. If you're not going to push your developed talent, you're not developing. 
You don't need to push them into the world title. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're not going to give them equivalent TV time, like it's it doesn't make sense. Like you're not even pushing the talent you developed and wasted all this money on to get them trained and everything. Right. right. Well, I mean, I've said this before, but I think I think Braun Breaker is going to be the next guy after Roman. Honestly, if Vince is in just, charge, we're going to see Braun Breaker as Scott Steiner 2.0. Probably. I mean, I'll be saying I told you so yeah. when I called it before WrestleMania 38 that Braun Breaker was going to take the belts from Roman at WrestleMania 40. Okay, well, you could tell me so when we're looking over from our seats looking down on this. It's fine for me. But it's not going to happen. I think it will. <laughs> I still think it will. I don't care where we're sitting. I'll find a full bottle of Pepsi to throw at Breaker from wherever the hell we are. <laughs> Probably going to beat off some little kid in the fucking bowl down. But whoa, hey. whoa, whoa, whoa. Doing what to the little kid? <laughs> Beamed off, you know? Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'll, say, I'll shave my head if that fucking happens. I might just throw Scalis from the balcony. He, he, he could be used as a torpedo. Please don't. I'd pay, I'd pay to see that. That'd be funny. Yeah, you ain't throwing me that far. <laughs> was there anything else we but, wanted to touch on tonight? I do, actually. This isn't relevant to WWE, though. Hey, this, so, is, this, is, this is chat. This is family time. So, it's brought to my attention lately. And all the fucking stupid little bitches of IWC have brought it to my attention. But could... Matt Jackson be holding off the surgery he needs so he doesn't get that time added to his contract? Because Tony did that with Kenny. Yeah. Because Kenny's contract was up in December. And he added the extra nine months to it. And he hasn't resigned a new one yet. Now, this isn't me saying, hey, they're coming to WWE, but it doesn't look good when when three pillars are considering leaving what they built. It's a leverage play. They're gonna try to milk Tony for all he has. I don't. Which, know. If, if this happens, and I hate to say it because I love the Bucks and I love Omega, if it happens the way you just said, is NWO two point Yeah, absolutely. I can see them going back to New Japan before going to WWE, though. I don't see them coming to WWE at all, especially if Cody doesn't get something within the next year. So they're not gonna come to WWE. Let me rephrase that. I don't see the Bucks coming to WWE, but I do see Omega coming for a short-term deal. I think he would sign a one-year deal with there, just to say that he was within WWE. And he'll do his matches the way he wants to do his matches, and then eventually he'll go and, you know, he'll have his dream matches, do what he wants to do, his little run, his little world tour, and then Mm -hmm. go. Yeah. I, I see Kenny Omega coming to WWE more unlikely than the Bucks coming. Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't think the Bucks are... Because their style for tag team wrestling, I don't think so. Right. Yeah, it doesn't... Well, stupid Vince might to be come back to... at freaking WrestleMania ruin everybody signing with WWE. Fucker. The Bucks and the Usos would put on a good match. Super kick party! Super kick mania. Bucks. 
The Bucks and New Day potentially could, depending if Biggie's healthy. Oh, we should be getting an update do, on him. Why not just do Woods and Kofi? I would do Woods and Biggie. Kofi's a little older. Fair. No, no, so nothing, against, nothing against Kofi. It's just Biggie brings that element, and and Woods can sell like a bitch. So. Yeah, it brings that big man, little man mentality, right? But um, you could have them three versus the elite. That would be nice, right? You could do that. Um, we should be getting an update on Biggie soon. Omega versus Gunther, because they're both strong style wrestlers. That'd be amazing. Because Kenny Kenny possesses that Japanese strong style, mm-hmm. and. Oh my god, he's one of the few North Americans that have it nailed down. Kenny versus Nakamura? Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Sorry, I just... (laughs) uh, Kenny versus Seth? Seth, yep. That was my next one. (laughs) I mean, just the possibilities are endless with that. I I know he was recently just um, at the... I think Battle of Los Angeles, but what about like, wasn't Cody uh, Kota Ibushi supposed to come back to the states and eventually do a, some stuff within he's WWE? A, he's still a free agent, right? Like I, I heard he was wanting to do some backstage stuff within WWE and maybe have some, you know, one or two, maybe just a few dream matches, right? Have a, and I a, think that a was, short program. I think that was still in the rumors. I mean, yeah, it's still in rumor. I just haven't heard anything. There really hasn't been any know. updates on it. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he got scared away, though. Probably. Since we're on the topic of AEW, how do we feel about Jeff Hardy coming back? Eh, should have stayed away. Grain, grain of salt. Okay. He looks good. He's healthy. But for yeah, how long? Right. But I can't get it out. Listen. I love Jeff, but I'm more of a Matt fan. But I love Jeff. But the next time I hear he gets sent behind a vehicle while he's intoxicated by anything, I will find my way to South Carolina, and I'll hit him with the car he drove because I'm tired of it. I'm not saying this as a fan to a wrestler. I'm saying this man to man to him. But if you're going to keep fucking up your life like this and putting your life at jeopardy, and my family's or your family's or other people's families at Jeopardy because you made the dumb decision, I can't live with that. Because, and I'm going to say this, if he gets behind the wheel and he kills anybody, you can put him in the Chris Benoit category. Jeez. The, the pretty much the, the Benoit, um, Sonny category. Yeah. Oh, fuck Sonny, but... I mean, a lot just, of people have. A lot of people mm-hmm. have, yeah. <laughs> But I don't mean that. <laughs> I, I know how that sounded, but it's that's not me. That's me talking to a man to man, not man to wrestler or fan to wrestler. Wrestling, he'll always be one of the greats, hundred percent. Just like Benoit, as a wrestler, will always be one of the greats. But the person themselves are trash if they keep making these decisions. Valid, right? Now, so I would say this, like you know. I, I, of course, I like Jeff. I, I've always been a pretty big fan of Jeff as well, and I, and I I think I told Shadow this a little bit, but with him being back, you know, that's great and everything. But 
I really want to see him be in literally the best wrestling shape of his life. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he's Never really happens. done, um, you know, since being gone or whatever. But that that's what he needs. He, he needs to be in the best shape of his life, honestly, wrestling wise. And, and, and outside the ring. And and I say that because, I mean, Jeff, Jeff hasn't really I mean, I know he's getting older and, and he's, he's really slowed down since his younger days. But he hasn't really looked like Jeff in some time, so he he needs to be not only in in a in a good good place mentally, but a good place physically as well. I see this being you know for him is in in Matt, you know the Hardy Boys. I see this being probably their last six months to maybe a year before their you know eventual ride off into the sunset. Because the sooner that he has his you know his send off or whatever. With his brother, probably the better because we drag this out any longer, and I do think he's going to slip up again. I hate saying that, but this is literally his last chance. If he screws this up again, you can probably bet that all the people that have supported him through all these screw ups throughout the years will probably give up on him because at that point he's he's hopeless. He really is. It's the same thing that um, that. You know, Bully Raid said today on a busted on, open, busted open, busted open. Yeah, like, it's hard. It's hard to see one of your childhood heroes become a villain of their own story. Mm-hmm. Right. They need to be done in AW by February, so they can be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in April in Philadelphia. Right. And I will so say- I can see them. <laughs> I will say I will say this, and it's been it's been echoed across the wrestling world. And I know I don't really want to mention her name because I'm trying to get her on for an interview. But Rebby has even said Matt needs to stop babying him. Yep, one hundred percent. And that's why when it comes to Jeff, she's she's supportive, but she's very hands off now. Is because. She recognizes Jeff has a problem, and Matt's there to baby him a hundred percent of the way. And, and but then a lot of people are like, "Well, you enabled the behavior," and I've seen where I'd be attacked for this, and that's not fair because not at all. Matt 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 babies him doesn't enable him. Matt babies him too much that oh it's okay we'll get past this that's fine I get it, but he doesn't enable Jeff's drinking. He doesn't go out and buy him cases of beer. He doesn't go liquor store. He doesn't do that. And that's been made very clear by Rebby. But she says he needs to stop babying him. But it's hard. And I get it. That's your brother. You want to be that rock for him. But at some point, you need to say, hey, dummy the fuck up because you're costing... You have two little girls at home. Right. They need their father. I don't care if Jeff ever wrestles again. I don't. That man needs to be there for his children. And the way he's going, he's not going to be there for anybody. I mean, right. even even outside of the, the the personal stuff, you know, you ruin your your big money opportunity in AEW with that program with the Young Bucks. You know, they're totally doing something now. They're getting ready to do a program with Punk, maybe FTR. Like at that point, like, what are you coming back for? The elites have already said they won't work with Punk. That's... And I don't think that's kayfabe at all. 
that's misleading because there's a lot of stories out there right now. Um, Punk has said that he's willing to work with them or mm-hmm. without them. So it's really essentially up to what they want to do and mm-hmm. what they're willing to do. He's right. willing to move, he's willing to move past this now. At least that's what's that's been another... recorded. But, no, but, you know hey, why he's you know, even the... out of money. Oh, I understand why. I, I get it. Fuck about I mean, he's really not he's out of money. Kid. His his wife is still making money, and we're wow at wow. So I don't. I don't think it's that. I I, I genuinely think he does like he does like wrestling. It's just like I said, punk is punk is just outspoken. Like punk cannot help but to call stuff out whenever he sees something is wrong. Like he doesn't he doesn't have that that I don't know that thought in his head to hold his tongue. He just he just speaks his mind, and that's the problem. I, I listen. I don't give a shit about Punk coming back. He came back after seven years. I don't care anymore. He doesn't need to be anywhere near this. He's out of money. His wife's the bread maker. He can't keep his fucking mouth shut. He picks on reporters, calls his coworkers children, shits on shits on his boss, sitting next to his boss. Like, get that fucking garbage away from pro wrestling. Go into doing that shitty acting you've been doing for fucking eight years. June 21st. June 21st. In Chicago. That's when he'll be back. Oh, good. My another point <laughs> to why Jeff is back is Tony's stacking up for the summer because of these big events he's Oh, absolutely. Back. Yeah, he needs, he needs yeah. to be able to draw to fill that arena because otherwise he's going to have a hard time doing it. Yep. Which is why he needs Punk back. Right. Yep. I don't know. I like I mean, I get, I get you. I get your frustration. I do. I understand it. I'm, I'm a huge simple. I was happy. Me right? too. But my thing is, there, there's a level to like what he says. Like a lot of what he says, I think he, he could be, he could be being serious. Some of the stuff, like I know, like a while ago, he was like tweeting out like the most random stuff, like. It was the Shawn Michaels thing. It was the John Moxley thing. Some, a lot of that. That that's how I know he's coming back because a lot of that, I think, is just him like trolling. Like he he knows people pay attention to his Twitter, so he's just tweeting out the most random stuff humanly possible. Because he knows if he tweets, if he says, "Oh yeah, Chris Jericho's a freaking idiot. John Moxley, oh I hate him too." They're gonna go, "Oh my gosh, he he hates Chris Jericho and John Moxley." He knows that. He's literally playing the IWC. That's how I see it. It's just fucking and, crazy. The guy's never and, seen and if that's the truth, three. And if that's the truth, CM Punk is a freaking genius because he's just playing everybody. I, I, I'm on board with you about CM Punk, right? And I, I very much... See, this is where I'm torn. As a fan, I want him back. Right. But he's as good as he is. He needs to do what's good for business. And that's put over the talent he set out to put out on top. We've had this discussion in the past. Nobody, other than MJF, I guess now, is in better position than when they ha- than when they started with a feud with Punk. Of course, he is. Yeah, you bury one of arguably AEW's top talent in, in Hangman Page like an idiot. There's real life issues there. I don't understand it all, nor am I going to try to. I, I know. And then you have... I don't know why you went into a feud with... Oh, I want to work with Darby Allin. And then you don't even put him over. 
that's you made him look like you made him look like a bitch, in my opinion, right? This is all my opinion. That, that I don't know. That's debatable because I feel like I feel like Darby came out better after that feud with Punk. But anyway, that's just, that's just my opinion. The Eddie the Kingston hangman, thing didn't do anything for either of those guys. Listen, no. I'm much I'm much like Punk in the regards of I'll say what's on my mind and I'll give a fuck who's around to hear it. But and I, and I, and I respect it. I respect it 100. You know, now as the, big hangman thing, the hangman thing you were talking about, I understand. I, I understand what happened there. So apparently, uh, apparently Hangman came out. I think it's when Hangman was Hangman was still world champion, but he came out and said something about uh, him and Cole Cabana or something like that during a promo, and that wasn't that wasn't planned. Like they didn't know he was going to say that. One thing I and do that, agree about and that, it. And Cole Cabana is. And that pissed off Punk. So then when Punk was champion, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, Hangman, get out here. We can have this rematch right now, blah, 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 blah. Which made it worse because that wasn't planned either. He wasn't supposed to call out Hangman because Hangman wasn't even there on that night. So that's what happened then. So. The one thing. The one thing that pissed me off about this. Majorly. You have a reporter sitting in front of you. It's very public knowledge what happened between you and, and said, Cole. And said reporter also. Right? It's very predominantly public what happened with you and Cole Cabana. There's absolutely no reason for you to sit down, crack your drink, and start shitting on that fucking reporter just because he's friends with somebody you have a public lawsuit against. That was completely unprofessional. It was not needed, and which led into that whole tyrant of that night. That was uh, we didn't make it to happen. That's Nick from Wrestling Inc., right? Well, I don't remember who it was because I don't give a fuck about him either. But the point was, it was just unprofessional. This, so. this, episode, this episode should be titled "Shadow Just Goes Off Part 2. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm speaking what people need to fucking hear. It's, you know, it, it's ridiculous. Like we, we as a, a wrestling community, whether it be, be it TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Kick, fucking Twitter, Instagram, fucking Twitter, uh, your mom's bathroom walls. I don't give a fuck. But like, the problem <laughs> is everybody is so afraid to speak the shit that needs to be spoken. Facts. We have TikTokers who Facts. can't even say their opinion without 5 million comments going the opposite way because they don't agree with yours. But yet those same people tell you to respect everybody else's opinion. Yeah. Facts. It's fucking garbage. That's why I am unapologetically me. I'll say what I want, and I don't care if you like my opinion or not. What are you going to do? Nothing. They'll stop following you, Shadow. They'll stop following you. Oh, no. <laughs> like, me, me, and, I'll, and I'm going to mention one here. Me and Mr. Tesh from Straight Shoot, we don't see eye to eye on every opinion. We're still buddies. We still hang out when I'm down there. What? What is the issue? Like, why can't people, like, just talk? The internet has ruined anybody having an opinion. Because they feel that their opinion is the only one that matters and no one else's does. 
my opinion is if I shit out corn and say it whole, you're going to turn around and tell me it's not whole because I ate it, right? <laughs> like, what is his obsession with corn? I don't understand it. <laughs> rain makes corn. I mean, because because corn, corn is the corn only goes through a lot of shit. Literally, it, it comes out and still comes out whole. <laughs> right, but somebody's going to tell you it comes out chewed up because that, like, that you're not allowed to have that opinion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Long ways, huh? All right. Way off topic, but yeah. Was there anything else we want to go into tonight? Uh, I think that's it. Um, you know, I, I would, I would, I just want to say this. Like, I, I would like to do one of these kind of episodes for the for the pod, maybe once a month, twice a month, or whatever. Um, because I, I like it because it's, it's kind of just more of us just just getting out our our, our thoughts and you know, theories and opinions and things like that. So, um, I don't know. We should call it like, we should call it like, I don't know, no holds barred or something like that. So yeah, it's just I, interesting to kind of, all right, shadow, shadow, logo, Jamie, image, <laughs> no holds barred. I'll figure it out. I'll go with the name. I'll go with the views from the press box. I need the commission. Oh, shit. All the views from the press box. Yeah, I mean, I have, I would have no objections to doing that. The best of Shadow No King. No. <laughs> That's what we need. Is literally just a compilation of just <laughs> Shadow. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be forty-five minutes of me telling people about corn. <laughs> would it be great? <laughs> just it's corn no. <laughs> Shadow's gonna record a corno. Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be called Welcome to the Corn Realm. Perfect. <laughs> corn Club? Is that what we're going with now? Yeah. I like it. I like it. on that note I think we're gonna I think we're gonna end for tonight um <laughs> Jamie where can we find you man I say it every damn time but TikTok Twitter Instagram Jamie Rose X here on Off the Top Monday nights after all it is paying dues where you could suck it and wow. whenever we want to do it whenever we want to whatever we want to gaming content you know in the game with the off the top media um and where we could talk about corn and how your mom takes it the long way right here at the state of the union so that's where you can find me you can find me on twitter and tiktok at scouts24 off the top on twitter and tiktok at off the top media underscore and then on Twitch and YouTube. Shadow? I mean, I'd be reminiscent if I don't tell y'all to eat corn the long way. And uh, you can find me on Twitter with my stupid tweets at uh, that guy Shadow 91 where I make absurd, just random tweets and talk about the nights and the leaves. Um, 
And you can find me on TikTok, not giving a fuck about your opinion, at that guy Shadow91 or uh, Shadow Club. So, Cam, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on TikTok at Cam's Western Corner, also on uh, Call Me Cam G. And if that doesn't sizzle your corn, apparently, uh, you can also find me on Instagram <laughs> at 317BaconEggs. <laughs> Alright guys, with that being said, I want to wish everybody a good evening. Um, we will probably be coming back from our hiatus shortly. This week. Um, we're going to be getting everything back going again, so be on the lookout for our next episodes coming up. If you haven't, check out our TikTok as we will be posting... Um, check out the YouTube as we'll be posting our career retrospective from last night that was done on Nate's TikTok about Paul Heyman. Have a great evening. We'll catch you on the flip side. Sit on the corner stock. <laughs>